It should be an interesting episode, this one, I think. Yeah. I'm like looking down and then I like quickly snap my head up to attention. So it'll probably pick up on the camera. I'll be like looking down at my I know, but that's really head. hard to edit. You didn't realize that. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's, that's a you problem, not a me problem. Oh, thank you. I'll do the audio. The audio is the easy part. Uh-huh. So it, it will be a, an interesting one this morning. So as I said in the last episode, we're probably looking at seeing just like playing around with the structure of the, the episodes yeah. during the week. And the first episode mm-hmm. of the week being the Wednesday, being a like a, like an update perhaps on what's going on and the next one maybe being an exploration of a certain topic or a certain theme or something we've maybe noticed that it's not necessarily a part of our of our update like what we're doing but it's just perhaps an overarching theme or a sentiment that we're kind of experiencing which sure. is interesting to sort of draw upon and I we're kind of thinking about what is it that we could talk about and what I think we've both actually noticed over this last week in particular has been a kind of an expansion of our roles, I guess, in a, in a different way, like an expansion for me in like the work that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And for you, it's, it's an expansion, particularly at home, but it, it was also a huge expansion for you into the pregnancy content creation as well. Mm-hmm. So, I thought it'd be kind of interesting to maybe discuss that expansion and what perhaps contained in that feeling because I think you actually, you mentioned it in the last episode that we- always sort of feel uncomfortable. Like there's always a feeling yeah. discomfort. Like comfort is, is a very fleeting, perhaps yeah. phantom experience because if you're not moving, if you're staying within your comfort zone, your your natural desire to expand and to grow and explore is going to make you feel uncomfortable yeah. because even if you're comfortable and you stay within your little shell. Yeah. Inverted, yeah. Yeah, even if you're comfortable and you stay within your shell, you'll you'll have this longing or you'll have this knowing that you should be doing something and that's going to make you feel uncomfortable. But then if you're out there actually expanding and exploring and growing, like that's also a very uncomfortable experience because you're going through something new and new things are happening to you and you don't exactly know how to navigate it all very well. So, that's not a very comfortable experience either. Yeah. No. So, that that was that's kind of something that's, that's a little bit interesting. So, it's both fulfilling and nerve-wracking at the same time yeah the, the that expansive sort of experience it really is yeah so it's it's part of what we've also been discussing especially with the pregnancy uh and the content being made being produced around that especially in your part now mm-hmm. it's about so i guess challenging culture or or just trying to put out some an alternative take trying to uh what would you not dilute but it's it's such a it's such a potent like market at the moment the home birth the home birth content yeah it's not very diluted there's not a lot in it no. it's very it's very kind of concentrated and so i guess you're you're adding you're adding your content to that pool in the hopes that by diluting it a little bit you know you start to spread that awareness mm. of it yeah you know i don't know if that's the right phraseology but uh, we'll just roll with it for now. The more you put it, the more water you put into it, into cordial, yeah, sure. the more diluted it becomes. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of that's sort of what I'm going for. All right. Okay. Yeah. I get the analogy. So, well, you know, while we're on that challenge, the culture train, let's let's do another cultural challenge uh, in in this episode. Why yeah. not? It'd be a bit of fun and talk about you being a traditional housewife. Yeah. So obviously, we're we're not in our own space just yet. So there are limits on. How far I can How go far with it. You yeah. can really go with it. <laughs> but actually, surprisingly, and very contrary to popular belief, how fulfilling it's actually been for you. It's been really fulfilling. So I've gone on like some cooking and baking spree. Um, you know, I've had my apron on this week, which is really nice. And um, I'm just getting all this inspiration, but also the responsibility of being a wife and obviously a mother as well, but more so the wife to you because you go to work, but you need like your lunches and, you know, you love your um, your sugar treats. So I was like, well, what better way, <laughs> what better way to actually just begin and start creating that habit of me cooking for you and making you food to also nourish, to nourish you as well and to just play, to be, to do my role, to play, play my role, but to be my role in this relationship. So um, even though we're not in our own space, I'm like, well, I can still do it now. Like there's, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I'll just wait until we're in the new house and then, and then we, and then I'll do, and then I'll start cooking for you because that just doesn't happen. It's just ridiculous. And it's, it's just like one of those, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it um, oh, like impossible things to kind of the measure that you can't you can't measure up to that you're gonna you set yourself up to fail 
when it comes to that kind of stuff. So I've actually enjoyed cooking. I mean, I only had one fail yesterday, probably because I didn't look into- You didn't into- trust your gut. I didn't trust my gut. Yeah. Um, but also I just left it a little bit too late. I didn't look into the recipe and how much time it actually needed. And I think we don't have to talk about the specifics. No, oh. no, but I'm just saying like that kind of stuff. It's like- it's also yeah, trusting my gut when it comes to that because I was exhausted. I should have just <clears throat> laid down. <laughs> what was the switch for you? So we've moved, we've lived together, just the two of us, before for a couple of years yeah. and cooking and cleaning wasn't exactly your strong suit while <laughs> I was going off to work. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that, That's okay. <clears throat> it's not to say you were messy and you never cooked. No. You know, was it, just the inspiration and the motivation wasn't there for it. Nah, it really wasn't. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, that's okay. It was sort of just one of those things that we, we worked together. I we, did actually say as a joke once, I'm like, well, when I'm your wife, then I'll, yeah, I'll start And to now do you that. are my wife. And now you are, yeah. But what's, what I guess- changed what's changed what's altered and where's this shift come from where you've all of a sudden been like on a cooking frenzy a baking (laughs) frenzy a cleaning frenzy you've all of a sudden like switched into this this gear i I don't know it just happened i I, it's just something over the last week or two yeah week and a half or something that i've just really um just started to just embrace it yeah well you know okay it could have been um my craving for apple crumble that's probably mm, where it all started. Probably. Because I've made about five upper crumbles <laughs> in the last week that everyone's enjoying. Yeah. So uh, I'm just perfecting it. Really. It's like my my like my thing at the moment. It's like, oh, you're going to make more apple crumble like you always tell me. Uh, and because uh, I think it took me a couple of days or a few days to actually make it. I don't know why. I don't know why it took me so long. I think because I'm like, I just had to get butter. I'm like, I just need to get butter for this recipe. And I'm like, well, just get off your ass and go to the shop and get butter. Like, what's what's the big deal? I'm like, okay. Because maybe it, because I knew that it did mean something more. Maybe it was like some kind of transition that I was like moving into. And I don't know, maybe, I don't know. And I got home and I started making it and it was so much fun. I was following a Jamie Oliver recipe and I... Yeah, and I'm like, I'm so glad that I've had apple crumble because we've got we've got an apple tree. Mm. And I'm like, I need to do something with all these apples because there's so many apples. So it's like the harvest. So I'm really excited to actually have our own uh, veggie patch so yeah. that we can, I can be like, oh, what can I cook with our harvest? So I'm like, okay, what can we do with all these apples? I'm like I don't really want to make a cake, but I'm like, crumble. And all of a sudden when I saw it on Pinterest, the pregnancy cravey can't kicked in. And then I started and then I just made it. And then after that, I'm like, well, what else can, what else can I make? And did I make a shepherd's pie as well? Yeah, you did make a shepherd's pie. And a shepherd's pie, which I've never made in my life. Um, I also made a lasagna the other day, which took me like four hours because there was just like a lot in that. I also had to go to the shop as well <laughs> so to get extra um, extra cheese because I'm like one kind of cheese is just not enough for this recipe and I needed to make it really beautiful and like proper. So I went to the shop like, I don't know, and it just started to kind of happen that I was taking these steps to just cook, but I was enjoying it. So I'm like, I'm just going to go with the flow here because nothing's really inspiring me elsewhere. Mm. And now I've been going for walks with Mushu as well, which has been really nice. Is that him at the door? No. No. Uh, And so and like kind of reconnecting with him because he hasn't been, you know, his mood's been up and down. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll go. And then I'm just like taking care of myself but also – Really enjoyed taking care of the home, and I'm maybe vacuuming. I think I vacuumed about twice this week. Because you've done a whole room. lot of washing too, right? Oh yeah, because I was making a um, the laundry detergent. Oh, this is actually uh, just just a, this is probably a real quick side tangent. I don't want to dally too deeply down. Yeah. But remember, we were talking, we were sharing on the podcast about trying to know all of the ingredients yeah. of our of our stuff, like cleaning products, our hygiene yeah. products, and everything. And doing it because it's cheaper, but it's probably also healthier as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is actually part of it, right? So we've made yeah. bath wash and, bath and wash, hand wash and, wash. and uh, well now laundry, now laundry detergent. Children. We've got the stuff to the ingredients to make things like surface cleaner, yep. dishwashing liquid, all that Shower kind of cleaner, stuff. Shower cleaner, yeah, that kind of thing. Windows. But yeah, so you you made the so laundry yeah detergent. I made the laundry detergent. So that first one was a bust because I didn't. There was a crucial ingredient in there that. It wasn't actually in the recipe, but mm. I had it already. So I was like, I'm like I swear there was we another recipe. I bought it, specifically, I bought for it for specifically for it. And I was, um, it, I was, I don't know, like I smelled. I'm like, I th- those clothes still smell. I'm like, what is this? And then, the, like, was it yesterday morning? I was just sitting there and I was like awake. 
and I'm like, washing soda. I'm like, oh, my God, how could I miss that? Like, oh, I've got it. Why didn't I? I'm like, did I put it in? I don't think I put it in. Mm. I only put salt in, which that is another recipe actually. I actually think it's for dishes more so than uh, the laundry. It could be, yeah. So. Is a sal suds for dishwashing liquid? As well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah makes sense. So, so it's castile soap for castile soap body for body and and, and, and as well like you can use it for surface as well. But we use it for the dog. We use well. it for the dog. That was really That's good. good. And for yeah. your hair, you can use it for your hair. Mm. Uh, it's a bit too harsh for me on mine, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, so I made that, and then that was a bust. And I'm like, oh. so I made it again yesterday. I made filled the big like three liter or four liter big tub up. I think it's actually halfway, just over halfway, and I. Rewash the clothes and they smell beautiful. How cool! How good so is that? So it worked. So I'm that? like, oh my gosh, success! Yes, yes. Yay. We don't have so. to buy twenty twenty dollar bloody tubs nah. of washing liquid every go. month. Yeah, yeah. How good! And that? you don't need that much. And I, yeah, I'm getting into the habit of that. Mama's happy with it as well. She wants to kind of get into that too. So it's all, yeah. That's another part of beauty being a fantastic housewife. <laughs> <laughs> and it is really rewarding. Like I know it's. I guess because that, that's something I want to just, just ask you about. I mean, I know that it's very different. We're not in our own space. Like I said, it's not exactly like you've been doing this for years and years on end. <laughs> uh, it's you've, I guess, only had a bit of a taste for it right yeah. over the last week or two where you've really been embracing and embracing the fact that I'm going off to work and, you know, make sure that I've got some food to take. Yeah. And I come home and there's food. Yeah, and nurturing the, you. You know, the, the space is is nice and inviting yeah. and tidy to sort of to be in, right? Yeah. And so the culture kind of says that that role that is the, the traditional role of a woman in the house is to be subservient to the male while the male's going off and gallivanting and doing whatever he wants to do. You or know, you have to, to you have to stay and essentially be the house slave kind of thing. The slave, not the yeah. wife. That so that's you've that's actually the, committed there's just this a very irritating uh, conception of or this this idea that a, a woman at home doing those kinds of performing those roles at the house is 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 oppressive to her and stifling her ability to move anywhere in life because if she wants to move forward in career because it's all it's all about career and you know postmodernism it's all about power mm-hmm. so it's only positions of power we only care about women as long as they're moving through positions of power and authority no one cares about the female tradies it's all about you know the, the other other roles that are going to make her feel powerful and just as equal as a man mm-hmm. which also annoys the fuck out of me because men and women are not equal mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> you know, we have that we have that sort of overarching culture where it's like, oh my god, can you even say housewife anymore? Can you even suggest housewife anymore? Can can you even say I actually really enjoy what comes with being a housewife? I I'm really fulfilled in this. Yeah. Are you allowed to like, say oh my that? God, what's wrong with you? That it's fulfilling to oppressed. cook and clean for your husband. Are you allowed to say that? Probably not. Probably not. But how have you how have you found that? Like, if you. I guess all you can take currently is this last like week or two yeah. that you've really been diving into it. Is it something that you can see you've been quite fulfilled in doing it, right? Oh, let's let's maybe even let's just talk about that initially. How you found that quite fulfilling, right? Yeah. What's that experience been like for you? Well, actually, it it came to me yesterday before we even had a conversation about it. I I I think I texted you and I said I really do just enjoy this looking after you, looking after us and our home. And I've recognized that this is so important to life because it's well-being. It's what you're nourishing your body with. It's the kind of environment that you're living in and what that's like what you live in, which means that what you get to control, you, like, you know, when things get really messy and stuff, and you're like, oh, the house is, sorry, the house is a mess and you kind of let it go. It's like, what else are you kind of being slack about? It's a reflection of you. So I'm like, I want to be in an environment where it's clean, where it's healthy, where it's inviting, where it's joyful, where it's creative. And the, I have to create that though. And, but I am creating it. So the more I've been doing it, I'm like, this is the feeling. This is what it is. And because, oh, yeah, there has been a resistance to, you know, wanting to cook and because it's like, oh, my God. So, but I was breaking a habit. So I was breaking a habit from not wanting to do it or, you know, just not actually being in the habit of doing it to just changing that, being like, you know what, this is your responsibility. It's for you to now to stand up and actually cook because who else is going to cook for, for your husband? No one. It's your role. You're the wife. And why is it such a bad thing? You love food. <laughs> You've, I'm like... 
I, I want, like I eat really healthy, you know, especially just being pregnant at the moment, like my appetites just toward the healthiest food. I'm like, well, why don't I take advantage of that right now and begin these habits mm. so that when we, when the baby does come and that momentum kind of starts happening when we're in the house and the baby comes and everything, then it's just a continuation, but it has to start somewhere. It's got to start now. And I've decided to just break that habit because for whatever reason, I just wasn't in it. You know, I've been living, we've been living under my mom. She loves cooking. She does all the cleaning. She does all of that. And she, there was never pressure growing up to actually do those things. For you, you um, you had cooking nights that you specifically cooked for. Yeah, you the had, house was very different. Yeah, the household was so different and I didn't yeah. have that. I didn't have the discipline there. So that's that's why I didn't have that in me. I didn't have that kind of discipline in me. So, so I was very used to coming home and doing doing a, like cleaning and yeah. especially when we were living together. Like I, I was actually doing a lot of it. Yeah. Because you're in the I, habit it was just of what it. I'm used to, yeah. Yeah, you're in the habit of it. I wasn't. And it was, it was really frustrating for me. I didn't like it. But I didn't know what was going on. You know, I didn't know that it was actually a habit that I had for a very long time that, I, that wasn't working. And now with this extra responsibility as well, but also the house, our own place coming and our life beginning or beginning a new chapter, it's, it's really important for me to step into this role. And I actually don't feel like it's stopping me from pursuing other things that I want to do on the side, like my podcast that I'm starting, which was very nerve-wracking yesterday because, mm. again, unpopular opinion to have a home birth and natural birth and all things natural. Once again, I just can't, can't believe that we're at this point. But it was really nerve-wracking to actually share that. And I'm like, oh my, I feel like everything I'm doing is really breaking is really against the current culture it's so funny because it's like it's not it, it's yes it is against the current culture mm-hmm. but it's it's like a almost a return to the way things were right <laughs> uh, so with the you you've enjoyed the kind of you've found fulfillment in it do you think also part of part of that for you was instigated by the midwife saying to you don't poo poo being a mother yeah, it's one could of the be. most, it's possibly the most important role uh, any person yeah. could do. Yeah, uh, it's popped into my head a few times. She, when I said to her, did, we, did I mention that on the podcast? Um, yes, yes, you did, I think. Yeah, yeah, so I'll say it again. I, um, my, when I was talking to my midwife, I was like, I'm just, I'm worried that I'm not going to have, like, I'm not going to be able to pursue what I want to pursue, like, have my purpose. And, you know, I don't want to just be a mother because this is, Again, um, influenced by the culture. I don't want to just be a mother. I don't want to just be at home and just doing nothing. And she just looked at me and was like, you have no idea what an honour and the highest honour that a mother is in this world and in this life. She She goes, devote yourself to being a mother for the next two to three years. Just that because that is going into the other stuff doesn't matter. And I'm like, it's true because I actually put everything away. The second we found out, and I hadn't seen her yet. So I'm like, I was already doing it. I just mm. didn't realise. I was already becoming a mother in that moment. That's why it's called Becoming Mother, my podcast. <laughs> so when, yeah, so it actually came into my mind and I'm like, I really enjoyed it. There is no, uh, it is so fulfilling. It's on, on such a deep level because it's not just, oh, you have food to take to work. It's like I'm nourishing you. I'm playing, I'm not playing, I am now, I am a mother, I'm a wife in the more traditional sense of what it's supposed to be. And we have, we've fucking just ruined and damaged that uh, definition. And so it's so horrible because it is so fulfilling. It's like nourishing your someone, two people, like you, you know, three, <laughs> the growing life as well. It's like everything, it, it yeah, it's just really fulfilling. Yeah. <laughs> So I like it is. It's really overwhelming because when you do embrace it, it does it in, in an honest way, in an authentic way, not just like oh, I just got to do it. It's just what I got to do. I'm a wife now, and making it a drag, it's going to be a drag. Mm. But if I start to enjoy it, put a bit of music on, clean the house, or because it needs to, because I want it to be, and you know, clean the dog, wash the dog, and brush the cat, and you know, do whatever I need to do around the house. Like it's actually such an important role that. I'm like, this is exactly what a mother is. She's a nurturer. She's a nurturer of her of her family and her environment and then the world and that kind of reflects then, you know, and expands to the world. 
Yeah, and this is one of the things I, I there is such a chasm between men and women as far as the differences are concerned. Yeah, there is that nurturing element that is in the, in in the femininity that cannot be rep- replicated really by masculinity itself. No. You know, as a man, you can absolutely be bestowed with uh, feminine traits, traits and qualities and everything, right? And that's 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 totally. I have feminine qualities and traits too, right? Yeah. We we all do. We all do and have, I have some level, right? As well, yeah. yeah, for yeah, sure, for nuts. sure, right? But it's not to confuse one with being better than the other or they're being the same because there is no equating it. There are so there's such difference between. The, the polar opposites, masculine and feminine. There is such a difference between the two that it really it annoys me be. in today's like contrived egalitarian society where it's like no, they they're exactly the same. Or you know, the, these days it's it's part of part of the. Uh, it seems to me the push to make everything the same and equal is what it's doing. In, is it's masculinizing women and it's feminizing men and it's it's for some reason it's putting masculine traits on a pedestal. For women so that it's like if you have any feminine tendencies or anything like that and you act upon those it's you know that's you that's just acting out this internalized patriarchal oppression kind of nonsense and it's like it's it's not it's you're a woman and you're embracing what that means to be a woman and it, to me it is so so much more respectful of femininity and of of women to to notice those differences to notice what it is to be a woman to notice what it is to be a female to be feminine and to go, I, I love it. You're so much different to me. I can never, for, for me, the compassion and the empathy, I have to logically reason myself into those experiences, right? I, it's just, we it's are just classic, the way it is. Um, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't come incredibly naturally to me. No, it doesn't. For me, I, it, I don't have that real emotion, emotional nurturing. element. That emotional, it's, element, it's right? not emotional. For you, it comes nurturing. so naturally. It comes, it's just, it's something that's just, it's second nature. And for me, a lot of the time I feel bad because I'm, you know, comparing myself and going, should I be more this or should I be more that? And I'm like, well, hang on, I'm a, I'm a man. I, I am bestowed with much more masculine traits and much more masculine energy than the feminine energy. Because I don't need you to be more feminine. No, you don't need I that, need right? you to be a, a man. And I, I don't need you to be more masculine either. No, right? I don't, and, I don't want to. And that's not to say <laughs> that's not to say that that you being more assertive it, it challenges me and it makes me feel uncomfortable and inferior. Like that's just absurd. It's it's not that at all. It's that I am I'm attracted to those feminine qualities and feminine traits in you, and I want I want you to be able to express your femininity to the fullest of your potential. I want you to be everything that you can be, and I want to be there to to nurture that in you and to be, play my role in making sure that you can be all you can be, while I'm also being all that I can be as well. And that's there's a, there's a, there's just major differences there. Well, there's and nothing so- more attractive to me than you actually being man that you're meant to be like you go off to work and you you have all those masculine traits that I really appreciate and that I need around me or in my life so that because I don't have them I don't have that strong discipline uh assertive or even just what what you are what you are I don't have that. I'm nurturing. I'm soft. I'm fluid. I'm like water. How do you and- how do you feel saying that? Because the culture would say that you're just reeling off a bunch of internalized uh, oppression or something. Do you I know what I mean? Bullshit. It's like you you're I, you're saying all this stuff because you think you believe it. No, I feel thing. it. This is the difference because I know now. I've been working a lot on myself, and yeah, I went through a, a masculine phase. Like I was like, no, I want to work. I want to have a career, and I want to. It didn't work. Because I was forcing something because I, I got miserable and I, I got stuck and I'm like, I need to be free. I need to. And obviously this is all part of the design as well. But I I really, I really appreciate the feminine qualities that I, I, I have, uh, that I have, that are built in me. And I'm starting to actually recognize how important they are to, to a relationship. And if I suppress them, we don't have that. We don't have that, and that will create an imbalance it in will. our relationship. Yeah, fucking because will. we need nurturing in our relationship. Every every relationship needs a nurturer. And you know, even even if you have, I think, a, like a same sex couple, you'll be like, oh, who, you know, people make comments like, who's the man and who's the woman, or who's on yeah. top, and all that kind of stuff. That's just talking about the same thing. You're talking about the nurturer and the other. Oh, the, the balance of the energies, The balance energies, of the right? energies. Yeah. You need that because there's two of you and you need that balance and you've got to be on the same page and that's where communication comes in and that's where honesty comes in and trust and everything else that comes in a relationship. But that 
is that gets strong when you know what you, the relationship needs. And balance is incredibly important, you know, when it comes to a successful relationship. Because if I'm trying to be more uh, structured and masculine, all those uh, masculine traits, that's going to create a huge um, chasm in our relationship. It's going to make it sink. It's like, well, what are you doing? Like, why aren't you, why aren't you cooking for me? Like, I, I don't have any food to eat, or I, you know, whatever, 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 wherever the imbalance is. You know what I mean? Get wherever back the, in the kitchen. Is. Get back in the kitchen, woman. <laughs> we always joke about that, but I like it. You know, that's that's a place where I can nourish and I can nurture you and me and then like those around us, you know, and they're like if you've got guests, like it's, that's what it is. It's beautiful. It's beautiful to have that. I don't know. I, I really don't like how it's been. It's like, oh, you're oppressed. I'm like, I don't feel that at all. And no, if they, if they say that, it's like, no, I feel it. I feel I've been done. I'm doing a lot of my work on myself. I know the difference between a thought and what I feel. Mm. And I've had an experience that, is that proved a lot of what was in my head wrong because, no, I don't believe that. I don't believe that I'm oppressed. I actually believe this is so much more fulfilling and I think what it is, it's it's such a simple thing. I think it's too simple. Mm. It's too simple for us to just enjoy the fact that cooking and cleaning is enough for our, for our husbands, for our families. It's like it is one of the most important roles in a community and in a family. It just seems like it's the most natural outward manifestation of such an inherent, inherent uh, trait mm. or or element of of your existence, you know. And it's it's not to say that that's the only thing that you can do. That's all you'll ever amount to. But I feel I feel that we we conflate purpose with with career. Yeah. And mm-hmm. in order for you to live a purposeful life as a woman, then you need to. You need to have a career. Yeah. You need to be career-driven, career-focused. That's the only place that you can derive any level of purpose from, because I guess it's where you're able to get your independence and autonomy and your and your power because you're economically viable. But I think that in doing that, we completely miss out on the other elements that that exist, the other parts of where, where else you can derive purpose from, and that actually one of the I never really understood the the whole you know family being purpose being so fa- being family centered mm-hmm. and family driving your decision making and the way you act until it was actually your grandmother's funeral where mm-hmm. I looked around at the hundred plus people that were packed into the into the cathedral and just going all these people here for one one person this one person had made an impact right and this is just the hundred people that were here yeah. that were able to attend. Or this isn't even everyone that knew her or came into contact with her, right? Look at the look at the the impact, the influence that this person had on all these people's lives to the point where they came to give their pay their final respects and say farewell. And it's 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 like this this is almost a commu- this is a community here type thing, and they're all they're all bonding over their mutual relation to this to this one person. And it's like that that is just to have a purpose to serve a community in that way is just so to me it blew my mind it was like it was a rapid kind of expansion of my idea of what was purposeful and where you could get purpose from because yeah i mean i I probably got sucked into that same you know purpose comes from career and that's more or less it you know family is a side thing you know family family is 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 something that you, you just have to do but your main purpose is what you're doing for income we always mistake that we always, and I've mistaken that too. Look how I so easily dropped what I was or my so-called career was going to be in, in a flash without, without hesitation. Like it has to go. It is not important anymore. This is not my purpose right now. And when I said that, I was like, it's not my purpose right now, which means purpose, your purpose changes. You've got – and actually, no, I have heard that somewhere. Anna Kidney says – you, you don't just have one purpose in your life. You don't just find one thing and that's it. It's like, no, no, you have many. You're um, being a mother, being a wife, being an, and in your job and somewhere else and in your hobby and other things and the way you are. There is, yes, we absolutely have just misunderstood the term and just made it like it's just our one big purpose. What is my purpose? It's like it's creating purpose in every moment of your life because we only have this present moment. We only have this one present moment that we're living in right now. How do we? How are we going to put all those 
How are we going to just focus on one thing all the time? It just doesn't happen. Things change. Life changes and evolves you. So you have to move and create purpose and meaning in your life as you go. So when we focus on what's my purpose, you just live more purposefully. Just say, how can I create purpose in this moment? I think yeah, that's what's this moment way. mean? What does this moment what's mean to worth? me? What's, what's, this, it worth? what's this moment yeah. worth? And how can I make it really valuable? I think that's the, one of the healthiest way to go about it. And I've gone about it that way too. I'm like, I have been chasing something that is just, it's impossible to reach. I'm never going to reach like, or create what what that, like you can't create, your, I mean, you can create purpose. That's not what I meant. I meant like you you can't keep looking and searching and hunting for this one thing. It's like in a, in a box somewhere and you're going to go on this adventure and find it and there's the gem. It's within you. It's within you. It's how you are. you got to unlock it by what you do, by how you act, by how you behave and what you want and delving deep and knowing what you believe about yourself, about life, about your work, about your family, about your role in life and your family and in your relationships. That's really important. It's really powerful and it's just it's just simple reflection. That's right. It's simple. It's not easy. It's simple. And being like doing housewife duties – it seems too simple, but it is so powerful and so important that it absolutely has given me so much more purpose than everything that I was trying to do with that with that so-called job, mm. creating that. Something that's just especially while you're talking just just comes to me. I find just it's an interesting thing just to keep in mind, right? The whole concept that you would be you're less than or you're subservient to me because I I get to go off to work and then I come home and you're tied to the house. And the fact that, you know, that the those traditional roles are just just ridiculous and they're one-sided and they're, you know, oppressive. Whatever. I just hate using those words. It's just yeah. that I hate the lingo. Yeah. It creates this victim. It's saying that you're a victim of the circumstance. You're a victim of the relationship and it's just ludicrous to For me. For yourself and because being individual. You're, and- you're providing a nurturing environment at home. I'm providing you with the means to do that. To do and then that. we both get to live the life we want. Right, I'm going off and I'm working in a warehouse. Do you think that my purpose is to li- is to work in a warehouse? That I I just I love going and working in the warehouse because I'm working in a warehouse. I know, I'm doing it because it's providing us the means that we need in order to live the life we want, want. in order to to create what we want to create yeah. in, out of our lives. Right, that to me, I'm getting a fulfillment from that because I'm able to provide in that way. Yeah. So it becomes a closed circuit. You provide a nurturing environment. I provide the means to do that. And the nurturing environment and the means, if we're, if they're aligned to our values and what it is that we want out of our own lives, then we're both winning out of this situation. Yeah. But we're both taking it from the two different sides. We're, we're creating an environment and providing the means to create it. Mm-hmm. And then when they align and they become one, it, it's a closed loop. So, we're both performing very, very specific roles and we're both performing very vital roles. One role is not more important than the other role. Both right? Because if I go off to work and I make the means and then I come home and everything's just trash and it's horrible here, it, it's, there is a, there's something missing. There's a, there's a gap and we're both going to be miserable. Yeah. Right? In order for us both to kind of feel like we can enjoy our environment, enjoy our situation, but there needs to be an alignment. Those, those roles need to be filled. And that's just the circumstance. That's the situation. I'm I'm in the position that I can go off and do that. You're in the position that you can stay here and do this. Yeah. But look at the life we get to build together and create as a result of it. You could easily put the shoe on the other foot, but it'll never happen in today's culture that I'm oppressed by my role because I have to go off and do this. I don't want to go work in a warehouse, you know, 50, 60 hours a week. I don't want to. Why would I want to spend that that amount of time, time in my life doing, doing this, right? Yeah. Why am why am why are you oppressed by being at home in the kitchen or cleaning, but I'm not oppressed by being at work going to a warehouse? You know, it's 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 ludicrous. I'm not oppressed. I'm absolutely. I'm not playing that card. No. But I'm just illustrating a point. Yeah, yeah. Is that I'm not I'm not at all. I don't feel like a victim. I feel so empowered going and doing yeah. it. I love going and doing. It. I really enjoy it because it, it is providing the means for us to live how we wish to live. Mm. At, the, at this point in our lives, right? And it's giving us the ability in the financial breathing space to be able to pursue other endeavors as well, right? Because you're not just locked into into being a housewife and that's all you can ever do, no. right? You're, looking, you're trying to look outside the box and expand yourself into a, like a hobby or something on the side yeah. that it could begin as a hobby, as in the podcast yeah. and content creation, but then could potentially grow and expand into something, something yeah. right? So, it's like you're at home- Doing, doing, performing that role for the relationship and for our, for yeah. our circumstance, for our family. I'm going off and doing that for the same thing that too. We're both reason. working towards the same goal, contributing from different sides. Yeah. But then, because if you have to, we, we both have, have the ability on the side 
within our spare time to be able to pursue other endeavors. Yeah. And, and it's it's just how it's, you it's, use. Your I time. love it. It's it's yeah. it is. It's a fan. I love I love the the dynamic that's emerging here. Yeah. That real traditional dynamic that is emerging here. And I'm not saying that that every relationship or every couple has to be locked into that. But, but it, these roles need to be need to be filled. Yeah. They do. Yeah. I, I agree. And I think everyone's circumstances. Obviously, everyone's got a different story. Everyone's got a different circumstance. Um, everyone lives differently. Um, the you know the whole financial like living um, uh, like financial side of living like what do you call it? like bills and how much rent is and i understand it's so hard to keep up with you know so you both have to work so you both have to kind of like and that's okay that's totally fine do it um and if that's what you need to do yes but make sure that when you come home and when you're with your family i feel like that's when that's that's where the roles kind of ignite and that's where that's what bonds the family together when you activate those roles or at least understand that I'm not just doing this just because we have to and we have to like pay the bills and we have to do like I could have gotten a job because we didn't have that much money coming in. It was enough, but you know, it would have been oh, I'd be so good if I could just go once or twice a week and then have that money to go shopping for myself. And it's like, but is that realistic? Is that really what like do I want to do it because I have to do it because that is the outcome? And it's it's like, well, it doesn't seem right. It doesn't feel right to do that. What else do I need to be doing now that is more important than the money? And it's like, okay, well, I need to learn how to be a mother now because I'm transforming into her. And this is the process that during pregnancy, I feel like this is the process that you're going through. You're going from, you're learning how to become a mother. You're becoming, that's why I've called it that because it's, I'm not, I'm not to say I'm not a mother yet, but I'm not physically a mother as in like the baby's not here. But I am becoming her. I'm learning what it is in this time and preparing. But that doesn't always, for me right now, for us, doesn't require me to go and get a job to pay our rent or to pay our way in life. Like that's in, in an ideal situation, you'll never be in that position because that's my role. Well, you know, there that, you that's go. my job. Traditionally, yeah, that exactly. Right. And that in, in an ideal situation, and that's why I'm, I'm really hoping too that I, I'm able to go somewhere with with the financial stuff because i want to be i want to be my, my source of my source of nurturing for the relationship right for our situation which is especially the financial mm-hmm. side i want to be able to do perform a job or perform a role that is going to adequately reimburse me for the life that we want to live right and so that life means i i want you to be free to make the choice that you free to do whatever it is that you want to do essentially if i can unlock your your freedom in that in that way that you don't have to go to work you can stay at home with the kids if you want to well the thing is that was the plan anyway you know i want to yeah. be at home with the kids but that, to be- me it's it's really important to me to be able to do and a lot of this is absolutely my upbringing and actually my my mother's influence yeah. was that that's my role as the father and as the husband is to provide that environment where the, the the wife and the children are able to live freely, you know, according to their needs, what how they want, right? You don't have to go to work, but you can. You, can, yeah. you don't have to. You don't have to do this, but it's you can. Yeah. It's 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 just gives you choice for how you what you want to do. I don't want to inadequately provide the family with the means to be able to sustain itself you know to the point where you have to then get involved in that right it's that's my role how can i how can i put my enterprising spirit to good use so that i can ensure that you know i'm successfully filling that role and so for for me that's that's uh where am i trying to talk i know i know i think (gasps) i lost it you did a me i did it i did a you and that's something that is incredibly important to me. And that's, it makes sense, right? If you look at femininity and masculinity, what comes naturally to both? And, and it's not saying that because you're a woman, you need to be doing this. It's, it's more than that. It's, just- it's, you, it's what comes naturally. Who's the best person for the job? In a meritocratic society, the best person fills the role. You know, you don't pick the middle of the pack, the mediocre, in order to perform something. You pick the best of the best. And that's yeah. how you're going to improve the quality, the efficiency, the the quantity of whatever your output is. Mm-hmm. It's by putting the best in the, in the position. Now, when it comes to um, creating a nurturing home environment, are you going to put someone who's um, a man, who's masculine, whose masculine traits do not include 
to such a to such a potency nurturing and compassion and empathy and caring and, and that attention to detail for you know filling the house with those types of elements right or is it going to be a woman who is whose femininity inclines her naturally towards those things mm-hmm. and to me it just it's why why would i be doing it when you're so much better suited to it you're not going to go work in the warehouse because it's you can't, <laughs> but, but physically, right? I'm yeah. bigger. I'm a lot stronger. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not a, a female's role as such because it is incredibly. And I'm not saying that women can't do it. That's no. not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is for inclinations or tendencies or or you, it's 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 so much easier for for a dude to do it. And like I'm it pretty is, sure, it's so much are, easier for you to do it. It's it's I mean, incredibly like, physical. It's it's six to eight hours of like straight up just lifting and like throwing I slabs of drinks everywhere. But right? I didn't have like the heavy heavy stuff. But I worked back of house and loved it. But it did take a toll on my body. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, I pro-, and there was still I was working with a couple of guys, and I, I needed them to actually do more of the heavy lifting. And yeah. out of me and you, right? If we're if we're looking <laughs> at our situation, at our our current situation as a closed loop, and we say, okay, someone needs to make the home, someone needs to make the bread. Yeah. Who is going to be best suited to those roles? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I would do it. I, I would do it, the homemaking stuff, right? Because I know I know what's involved in cleaning and tidying and all that. Because yeah, it was drummed into me as a kid. I know mm-hmm. what's involved in all that stuff. But I'm not inclined that way. Like I will be at home. I, I would be absolutely miserable, right? Where you're finding fulfillment and joy and happiness and purpose in this, I would be absolutely miserable. Going, I, I, I need to. It's not enough. It's not. It's not enough you're not for me because your role. I'm not. Yeah, I don't feel as though I'm being my my natural inclinations are being served by the role that I'm currently in, and so I would want to go and do something else, right? And you you might even feel the same thing too. You might be you might be then in your role going, I'm not. This isn't aligning with what I feel is right for me. What I want to be doing. You know, mm. so instead of as the culture says, you know, you, you suck up be the career, the powerful, the powerful, independent, autonomous woman. It's it's kind of like, is that actually the best role for you to be doing in the relationship? I'm talking about me and you right now. Yeah, yeah. Is that actually the best role for you to be that, or are you better served being in a in a role like this where you get to make the environment what you want it to be, so that you can live and nurture an environment? We can live. Well, we, we can live. Yeah, right. And raise a family in that. That's right. right. That is. Uh, it's the other half of the equation. It's the other half. It's absolutely that. You, you can't just have one. You can't both just be the same and equal and think that you've both got the same role. You both have different roles. We both have different roles in this relationship and now as a family. And I love it. I love that side. And it was really hard for me to actually transition into this. It was very hard to actually st- transition, step into this role because it didn't. It, it did come natural. There, my instincts were like, yeah, because I was feeling so bad when I wasn't cooking for you. When um, when you'd be like, oh, I didn't, you know, I'm not, I didn't have that much for lunch. I'm, I'm really hungry. Is there anything to eat when we come home? And because I, I was like, no, I, I was feeling bad and bad. And you're like, I, I shouldn't say it, but oh, like when um, I don't know, what did you say to me? Uh, it's like I don't mean it to be like in a bad way, but I like that you actually care so much. That to feed me and to make sure that I'm living that it's, it's it. get it, that's that it's getting you like a bit miserable about it, but it's like not in a, not in yeah, a, a yeah, good yeah. way. But it's like, it, but you care because it shows that you care, right? I do. It, that's that's right. You're, you're caring for my well-being, and it's yeah. that's incredibly. It's 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 very nice. I mean, it's important for me to know that that actually matters to you as I well. It matters, and yeah. it's it, well, it's it's because it's like some, someone cares for me. Yeah. I'm Someone, supposed to. I'm, I'm going if I, if I haven't done that before and you don't feel cared for, how is a relate? How is this relationship going to actually work? Yeah. How is it going to be strong if is, you know that I don't? If you feel that you, I don't care about you, and vice versa. Because it's like I'm showing you that I'm caring for you because I'm doing this right. I'm going out yeah. and I'm doing the work. I'm doing the hard work so that I can I can pr- provide the means to be able to nurture the environment that you want, right? Yeah. That's how I, I'm caring for you in that way. I'm looking after you like that. Yeah. So, it would be somewhat one-sided if I'm going off doing that and then I'm coming home and having to sort my own shit out. Yeah. It's kind of, it is it is sort of like a middle finger. Not that you were doing it, but I can, no. have to, especially if it's a conscious thing or if you're just being lazy or whatever, it's, it's somewhat a middle finger to me going, I'm at home, you're the one that has to go off to work and do, you know, provide me the money. Yeah. 
And I'm not even going to do anything on my end to, you know, show you that I'm working for you as well because yeah. I'm, I'm working for you. Yeah. Right? I'm working for us. Yeah. But, you, you know, if what you're not, you do? if you're not doing, doing this stuff, yeah, what are yeah, you doing exactly. instead, right? So, on the one end, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's not that it's an expectation, but it's just a, I'm doing my thing. Can you do yours? Do you care? Like, do you, do you care about this relationship, about this dynamic? Yeah. And so- when when I come home and you're like you're cut up about it, well, it shows me that you you at least know or you're you feel inclined of. or yeah you're aware of the fact that you know something maybe should be being done yeah. which isn't being done, but you also care enough about me to feel really bad about not providing that. And so no, I do appreciate it because it means that well I do mean something to you and you do want <laughs> to work for this for this relationship for building the life that we want to build together. Yeah. And it's incredibly sexy. <laughs> It is. Amazing. I'm glad. As I'm sure it's probably sexy for you to see your husband go off in the high vis and he yeah, comes home. Yeah, you come home, you know, home sweaty, sweaty, got dirt across your face you know. and on your knees and you're like, yeah, I was down on the, you know, lifting pallets and I'm like, oh, honey. <laughs> I'm sure that's, there's got to be is. some kind of attraction there. Absolutely there is. It's so nice. You come home and you're like, you're tired. I'm like, he's worked hard today and I'm going to, and I'm like pulling out the lasagna out of the, <laughs> <laughs> out of the kitchen. And I'm like, she's oven. worked hard today. <laughs> today. <laughs> and I'm like, and he's worked hard today. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I just, it feels so good that I can actually nourish the part of you that needs to be nourished and it can nourish your body. So you work, you work, you put your body to work and then I can nourish it after. Yeah. And that's beautiful. I, I love that. I love that I can do that because it means that I actually have a purpose in this relationship or have purpose in life generally. I've created a purpose for this, what we're going isn't, through. And isn't, isn't that what you just said, creating a purpose in this relationship? And I think that that's, that's something that just gets missed or overlooked. Yeah. It's that we, perhaps we think about our purpose as us individually, like what it is that brings us alive. Yeah, yeah. And fair enough, yeah, fair enough, for, right? But like you said as well before, that we get we have numerous purposes across numerous different elements. We yeah. have a relationship, right? There's two of us. We're a union, yeah. and so we do have a role or a purpose to serve in that, right? We have we have individual purposes, or we have things that we can pursue individually yeah. that, that light because us up. Because we need to, yeah. But also as a, as part of our lives, you know, we, we have a connection, and so. We have. <laughs> yeah, nice one. As my baba says, pravda, which is truth. <laughs> when you're talking the truth. Oh, well, there you go. We're, we're talking the truth. You, we have we have a responsibility and a purpose to serve with each other as well. And as as a husband and as a wife, mm-hmm. we have a purpose too, right? So when we are fulfilling that purpose, then it does bring a level of satisfaction and joy in in life. And that's why I feel like I'm successfully fulfilling that purpose for the first time. In our entire relationship, yeah. I love, I love this job more than any other job I've done because it's it's giving me the ability to provide with surplus for mm. my family, and I've never had that before. Yeah. I've only ever known the financial struggle. Yeah. At my last job, it was a financial struggle, and it, it does. I do feel inadequate. Like I'm not, I'm not performing the role that I'm not looking after you in the way that I need to look after you. And I couldn't look after it. you because we weren't getting that amount or. To, for me to actually, you know, our um, grocery bill was our grocery, what is it, the budget was like $50 some weeks. It wasn't even. I don't think I even had a grocery budget. It yeah, was we couldn't. So, it's like it how was- am I possibly supposed to nurture us in this? And because we, we both didn't, we both couldn't work hard enough. There was something missing. But this has brought us together. I feel like when, yeah, this, I don't know, everything that's kind of happened has and our role in actually creating that purpose is – Bringing, brings us together, bring, makes us stronger, makes us relationship stronger, which makes us feel like we're invincible and we can actually achieve the life and the vision mm. that we see, which is unfolding now because we are working a little bit harder. We are talking about it and having this conversation. I think this probably is one of the most crucial things, having a conversation with your partner, with your husband and wife to what what's again what are our roles are we fulfilling our relationship that reflection that check in with each other and we do that often with this is our podcast so we we talk a lot anyway and that we're just inclined that way we always from the day we that we met i just remember us just being open and just everything was out i was vulnerable with you because i knew i could trust you i knew there was something different there and we haven't stopped talking since mm-hmm. really there were, and then we learn about each other and as we go and we want to and we work together, we've always wanted to work together and we did work together and that communication and that honesty and that trust and that that it, it all takes like that's something that you got to work for 
And that's and we're at the point now where now the baby's coming and things have just amplified. The love has amplified. The passion to find, to create purpose in our life has amplified. Our vision has amplified. Our, our desires, like well, I don't care so much that I, I don't work right now, whereas before I did because that's the culture and cultural influence. Like the woman, it's like you can't just, you know, like – you should go to work, you know, have a, you know, someone said the other day, uh, oh, it's good, you know, you just get the, uh, take, leave the kid with the, the grandparents and then you go to work for, you know, you went two days a week just to get out, just to get out of the house. And I'm like, but I don't want to right now. That, do, that to me is just a, um, uh, what's it called, a responsibility. Uh, um, like a shrugging of like, responsibility. Yeah, a shrugging of responsibility. And I'm like, I, we've there's a child that I'm now responsible for that we are responsible for. We now have to step into those roles and let go of that life where I just need. And I'm sure there'll be times where I need a day or two, but I don't need that every week. I don't need that every. I don't think I'll need that every single week. I don't need it now. I on certain circumstances, absolutely, but I don't need once and twice a week to have my kid away from me to have my baby. Away. That for me, I I can't think of anything worse. <laughs> Like I'm with our pets and we go away for, you know, a day or two and I miss them so much. I'm like, I can't imagine what I'm going to be like when the child comes because I care about our animals so much that I nearly cry when we're not with them for like two nights. Because You do. Every, I don't know. And I'm like, I, I so actually thinking that I, we are so, like, or the woman is supposed to have like two or three days off or one or two days off days off of what being a mother being being this beautiful thing that is like an honor like I'm finding it more and more that's why I've also started the podcast it's so hard to talk about yesterday I was like I was so vulnerable and I'm probably going to post it because it's it's exactly what I was talking about anyway in it the whole the whole theme of it and I was so vulnerable I'm like this is why it is so difficult to actually just say I am so happy that the way I'm doing things, but I'm pissed off because it's so hard to talk about something that comes so fucking naturally to us. It should, this should just be natural. This is our natural instinct and we have to try and come back to that from all this influence and cultural influence that we've had that we've totally just rejected being a mother and a father, just a tra- traditional mother and father, just in, in that area of our life. And just to have to have a natural way of living, we now call it an alternative way of living, mm. an alternative alternative health. Yeah, I, I'm like we should now, be using alternative health in for what the medical bloody world. Is is the alternative a return to norm, like natural, natural, like, no intervention or or as minimal intervention as possible? How is how, how is, is that intervention the the norm, not the alternative? Like I, that, that's, I, it's, it how, pisses how been a reversal. me off. It pisses yeah. me off so much. And um, my mum just said that a friend of hers, her daughter, is about to go into. Um, she's going to have hers in the hospital. She actually was wanted to talk to me because she said, "I don't want them to intervene." And then I'm like, uh, "Okay, well, yeah." I'm like, "How far along?" She's six weeks ahead of me as well, so yeah, okay. she's nearly there. And I'm like, "Yeah, you got to prepare." Like. But I'm so happy to have that conversation. I'm glad that she's actually said that and we know that now because that could actually help her in that if she knows yeah, what she totally. wants, that she's could help her. She's in her power her. with it. She's in her power with it. Yeah. Then everything can be, you know, like and look how much it, she's freaking out about it, it sounds like. She's like, I don't want them to intervene. I'm like, the second you walk through those doors, I've heard midwives and women say they just start. They start from there because that's what happens. It's the job. Yeah. It's not – it's nothing that – um, you know, it's neither here nor there, but it's 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 their job to do that. It's their job to intervene and control so you have a beautiful birth. So they know that they're doing a good job. Mm. So it's it's not it's not negative. If if you're afraid of it, you need to step into your power and be not allow that fear yeah. to override you. So it's but yeah. like how how much effort now is it? And I think I was I was saying yesterday, I'm like, I'm I get angry and pissed off that because I want a home birth, because I want to do things naturally, because I don't want to have scans, I don't want to have ultrasounds, that that is the unpopular opinion. And that's something that I get shit for. That I want to have my baby 
this natural process that's happening in my body that I have no control over. Like I, I don't in like throughout the day going, okay, now this today I'm going to build the arm or the, yeah. uh, you know, I'm going to create yeah. this. And yeah. my body knows this is an intelligence it's within involuntary. us. It's involuntary. It's happening. It's happening. It's yeah. Look, it is amazing. And look we don't what your even, body can do. We can bear. We I'm like, I'm with um, birth. I heard, uh, was it yesterday? Um, your body actually does it when you give labor. Your body tells you what it is. It's it's like it's called what is it? Fetal uh, ejection. Fetal ejection reflex, which literally you just let your body do it. You don't have to do anything. It's, I can't, I can't believe incredible. it's got a title. Okay. It's <laughs> I know. literally fetal ejection. It's what your body does <laughs> when it's your uterus is contracting yeah. and the baby is emerging. It's literally pushing for you. You yeah. we do not need to push. Literally, she was saying it's it's something that it's amazing to actually. Well, it's amazing that we can. We have a title for it, but God, <laughs> just you just, it's absurd because it's the yeah. most natural thing. Of course, it, like our body's been doing that ever since we came here and were created yeah. by God. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. I get really passionate about it. I get pissed off because it is so, it was making me angry how it, it, just the most natural thing in the world for us as humans, as our species, technology aside, is something that's alternative. Yeah. It's the it's something that's not popular. It's unpopular opinion, and we have to go through so much. I'm like, is it's strengthening me? Believe me. Oh yeah, I, but, I can see it. It's awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love seeing it. But actually, talk because I'm like, I'm in the room. I'm by myself, and I was saying this as I was recording. I'm like, I'm sitting here. There's no one here except a microphone. But I know that there are so many people here right now with me, or a possible like it's out there yeah. available to so many people that I'm saying this and my heart's racing I'm stumbling over my words I'm shitting myself thinking about all the criticism that and all the triggers that are happening right now God, can you imagine, because imagine what imagine- this conversation would do if this reached mm-hmm. a you know a wider audience yeah you know <laughs> but, but honestly but br- bring it on because it's it's like well I have to, I'm going to post it because I mean it wasn't I don't think it was that intense but it was it for me in that moment I'm like this is exactly what I'm talking about I I can't believe how hard this is right now and I was tearing up because I'm like this I I, I what I think is would have been empowering and inspiring which probably still is and to someone out there but even for myself it's like I feel like it's more of a struggle to create that influence and create that. In- I'm like, oh, yeah, it's looked upon. Like, you know, when I said, "Am I going to have a home birth?" Are you? Are you sure? Are you scared? Aren't you worried that something's going to go yeah. wrong? I'm like, why do we always yeah. go to that? Anyway, I could keep going. Yeah, how dare you be in your power with something? Oh, how dare, how dare, dare I? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just to sort of perhaps get back and maybe just just cap off what we were discussing before. It's. It seems to me like we need to be very aware of what our priorities are, mm. what our the the elements of our situation, and especially if we've if we've chosen our situation to be what it is, and we have. Yeah. Every single thing about our life right now, we chose. We ha- obviously we chose it. Yes. You know, whether we level. chose it consciously or right. whether it happened, we still. If something happened without our conscious effort, well then. It was our our ignorance or our our indecision that led to sure. the situation being what it is, yep. right? And that's that's still even indecision is still a choice, mm. right? We chose to not be educated enough on a certain thing. We might have been aware of something, and it's not it's not a blight against us or anything. It's just that you know be aware next time and and through through all of the elements of our life right now, how much of it can we bring to light to our own light so that we can make our own choices on it, and. That requires us to have priorities. What's important to us, right? How, how do we want to live? Okay, if we if we are aware of our living situation, our relationship, the fact that we're about to be parents, our even how we want to make money, our mm-hmm. roles, what what bring what brings us fulfillment in what how we can be of service to others. So all of those things, how and and then what's what situation do we want to be in? What's what does success look like to us? Like all these types of questions, and then and then prioritizing it all. And then saying, okay, what's what is important to us? And setting setting those priorities, I think, is something that we often fail to do. Is that, and then things just get out of out of order. They get chaotic, and then there's no there's no order. There's no structure that comes into our life. And then so we kind of flail about and try and clutch it, clutch at straws in order to bring some kind of sense of comfort or some kind of sense of order and ease back into back into life. Yeah, and. For me, that strong, stable foundation has has and will always be this relationship with you. 
right? What we have, we bring the best out in each other. We appreciate and we support and we, uh, what's the word for it? We hold each other accountable, right? And that helps us to, we, we help each other remain in our power with this. So, for me, I'll always prioritize this because my the source of my strength and the source of my power is 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 what I have with you, right? It's I'm not going to say it is you, but it's what you what you and I have been able to create together. That to me is always going to be a, a priority, and that's always going to be super important to me. So, how can I make sure that I'm always nurturing that? Because mm-hmm. if that's my foundation, if I let that erode, then that's going to destabilize everything else in my life. Yeah. Why would I even bother thinking about our like a future, you know, a, a future home, uh, my my future work, all that kind of stuff? When all of that, all the success of that, is predicated on the success that we instill here mm-hmm. in our relationship. This between us. Right, and then going off and being into parenting, yeah. right? Being a mother and father, that as well. That we need to have a strong, stable foundation with us, so that we can actually provide a consistent, stable environment for our child. Yeah. So that for me is is, the, is the highest priority is is this relationship. And so, what do I need to do in order to provide for this relationship so that it can be as strong and fertile as possible? I don't mean fertile in like the the literal sense, but fertile as in you know we can continue to nourish right. this and. We can grow and expand. Exactly. So that for me And the same same goes from my end. And that's where that's where the conversation that we had today, I guess, is kind of born out of that, is Mm. that we both understand and appreciate the how we have prioritized each other and prioritized the relationship above all else. And so that being the case, how do we need to to water that? You know, how do we need to feed it? And we both have different roles and we both need to approach it from different angles. And we both need to do it in ways that are suited to us. And if you're better suited to that and I'm better suited to this, then that's what we're going to do. And that has created, especially over this last week or two, because I've felt it, I think it has really created this strong, this strong tight unit. And I'm, I'm so excited because when we move... And we get to continue that in our own space. And it's literally our own space to see you flourish and see you actually able to create a a, a whole environment, not just a bedroom Mm. and not just not just food, (laughs) right, to have the whole house. And to be able to go, this is what I want to create. This is my this is my canvas, and this is this is me doing what I need to do to nourish my number one priority. And then from that point, then we can branch out and go, what's the next priority? What What are our other things? But you know? also as so. well, like that nourishing of the environment, you know, that's one part of the day. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm not going to do it. that all day. Yeah. I can't do that all day. I'm exhausted by, you know, after I do a couple of hours. But you do it part, you know, uh, I've been like, I'm excited to find my own routine and what works so that I do have time for myself and the baby. You know, I'm, I'm going to already think about that. Being like, how can I get things done when I've got um, a child? And, you know, I'm looking on uh, Pinterest and Instagram and you see women just have their babies strapped to them and just keep keep doing things and they mm. love it. Like I love and the baby can sleep on with me and I get to do a few more things and then and then we have time. Then I can have time with the baby. Mm. And then just navigating all those things so that um, it's not always going to be a struggle and you have to like – I don't want it to be a struggle. So I'm excited to actually, and that's going to be another challenge because I'm going to have like what seven other rooms that I have to fill and <clears throat> create in. So it's it's one thing to, because I'm like, I do our laundry and I do, but it's a shared, it's all a shared space. This is the only space I've got. And I'm really excited to actually see what I can create in that space because it's important to me. Mm. But I don't have to be doing that all the time. And I don't because during the yesterday, like I did all of that. I did our washing, I cooked and I cleaned and I did all that. I don't know, I too podcasted. And I do I did go for a walk. <clears throat> so I had I create I'm I'm starting to create a routine or at least try to fill my day with different things. So I'm not just being that one thing that, yeah. you know, everyone be like, oh my have- God, you're gonna be cleaning all day. It's like yeah, but do you enjoy it? How are you going to enjoy it? Mm. Are you going to put music? If you're listening, if I'm listening to a podcast, am I just going to sit here and listen to the podcast, or am I going to go hang out the washing while the podcast is? Yeah, it's like totally. just navigate, just navigate your life in a different way. Like I'm excited to actually to have that and to experience that and see what works, what doesn't work, and actually keep working toward what does work. Yeah. Rather than just sitting in the struggle and being like, no, nah, it's just and, so and, hard. I need two days off. And trying to every project week. your idea of how something should be onto a reality <clears throat> that doesn't exist. Yeah. 
and, and uh, just, just flowing with what is and embracing it for all the blessings and the incredible things that are in that situation and in that moment for, yeah. for you and for us. Yeah. yeah. I'm really excited to come home to that. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited to create that for you yeah. and for us because that then expands us. I didn't actually else. expect or anticipate this conversation to go actually for this long and for it to pretty much be the whole episode. But hey, I, I, what I think it? it's- What are a, we on? Uh, an hour and I think after I chop out the first couple of minutes of us settling in, uh, about an hour and five, something like that. That's great. A little bit longer. So. It's a conversation I could have for about four hours. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's good. It's necessary. I mean, it's it's nice to be able to actually have this conversation and flesh this out because we, we've spoken about it, but I think this is probably the most in-depth we've gone into this particular thing with each other mm. to actually nut it out like that. And, yeah, it's, it's nice. Mm. You know, it kind of just – it puts us, again, on even footing yeah. and we know, exactly, we know exactly what we're doing and where we're at. Yeah. So, we just have an even better idea going forward and I think we can be even more infused with purpose as we go through, mm. you know, performing, performing the roles that are necessary yeah, and, to the functioning of, of our life together. Yeah, um, and learning it. I think it's – everyone's going to have a different, um, different way of approaching this and a different – uh, which is okay if it works and it gives you meaning and it empowers you, fucking do it. Yep, and that's ultimately, yeah, it, I do feel empowered. Yeah. Do you feel empowered? Absolutely. Yeah, it's very fulfilling. Yeah. If you enjoy the episode today, please uh, give it a like and subscribe to whatever channel or platform it is that you're listening to us on. That would be great. Now, I mean, it's I guess it's controversial relative to the today's culture or whatever, so it would just be interesting if, if the, we actually um, get any opinion, feedback. The if we uh, get any feedback on this episode. But, yeah, if you wanted to provide any feedback, if you wanted to get in touch and share your two cents, continue the conversation, critique our thoughts, please do. The email address is rtppc at protonmail.com. That is in the show notes. You can direct message me on Instagram at logan.d.gray. I forgot. And um, my Instagram is yuja.gray and my substack is yuja.gray.com where, no, yuja.gray.substack.com. So that Wait, link's in the show notes. <laughs> that that link will be in the show notes. It's for my becoming mother podcast. If you're interested, yeah, yeah. Who knows? We might be moving down towards this type of content, this type of challenge, countercultural. It's I'm already <laughs> starting to sweat, and it's the second episode. It's so. It's just so funny because it's like these days that that portion of society that feels like they're challenging culture are the ones that are embedded in the culture <laughs> yeah. and it is now counterculture to, to yeah it's now countercultural to be like hang on maybe we should embrace more traditional you know roles maybe we should look Probably, at it this yeah. way and it's it's no longer it's no longer uh, revolutionary to to yeah Anyway, let's let's not go down that track for, See, for the moment. Another four We're, hours. Yeah. That's another few hours of conversation. <laughs> well, I love you. And I love you. And I'm very grateful for you and I'm very grateful for everything that you're doing here and everything you're providing for me. And I'm very grateful for you for going off to work and coming home sweating so I can feed you a big fuck-off lasagna. Yeah, man, big and strong. Big and strong. Big, yeah, strong man. big strong man. Carries me over his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. And just lift me for no reason. Huh. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I've never done that before. Never. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have a blessed day. <laughs> Amen. Yeah.